0: All right, guys, before we get started, I want to talk really quick about our sponsor, and that's Patch Junkie Shop. Uh, Patch Junkie Shop is an Etsy shop that specializes in uniquely designed patches. Their stock includes everything from military-style morale patches to designs that reference popular culture. They also sell patch-related stuff like patch mats and patch bags that you can stick your patches to. So if you get a chance, go to their website. It's www.patchjunkieshop.com and use the promo code Salumis for 10% off of your order. Once again, that's S-A-L-U-M-I-S-T and instantly get 10% off. Um, I want to also talk about Skype. That is who we've been using as of late to do these podcast episodes Uh, because we want to exercise caution and really pay respect to the social distancing and the different types of uh, rules and regulations that are going out there right now. Uh, We chose to use Skype to hold a lot of our episodes. So Skype isn't the only platform out there that will allow you to do this kind of stuff. So if you have anything like Google Hangouts, if you have Zoom Zoom uh tons of other platforms out there that allow you to connect with other people and really get whatever message that you have out there or if you just want to connect with any of your friends and loved ones there's tons of platforms out there but if you want a good example of one skype is what we've been using and i highly recommend that all right let's get into the show what's going on guys if there is one thing to be gathered from american culture it's that anything and i mean anything can be a meme Often, simply saying a certain name like Chad, Kyle, or Nance instantly creates a caricature of a specific type of person with a specific type of attitude, even a specific social or economic status, and that's what this episode's about. Lately, the name to categorize a stereotype females is Karen. Karen is nearly exclusive to white women in their mid-30s or 40s, typically with short blonde hair, they might have multiple kids, and they could be seen as an anti-vaxxer. Karen is said to be the first to ask to speak to your manager, and is often seen as controlling and carrying an air of superiority to match her style. Well, this is funny and somehow correct simply because you always find what you're looking for. I wonder if the negative connotation that comes with Karen, uh, or at least the label of Karen, can be a way or a subtle way to control or silence women from speaking up or speaking out against something they may not find satisfactory because no one wants to be seen as a Karen we speak about things like the angry black man or angry black woman virtue signaling and even the possibility that karen isn't that bad and we just need to lighten up we talk about a bunch of other stuff but as always i hope that you guys find value in this episode so sit back and enjoy episode 893 karen Uh, better. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Good. 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 Oh, Mark. God, I
1: love your camera, Mark. It kills me how freaking nice it is. It's the only one. You got to get the Logitech Brio. It's the only camera to have. Oh, yeah. There, there are no other ones like um, that'll do facial login. Yeah. So it also it comes in a 1080 and a 4K, and of course I got the 4K. Everybody says it looks nice. I don't know yeah what they mean but yeah it i is. got it for the technology so
0: hey who is it who's your barber plug man you oh just, man you just told on every that's a
1: bathroom huh that's a bathroom man yeah you're not so I I pe- so bad at all
2: look if you do shit right with with mirrors and angling and lighting yeah you can light line your shit up to get by
1: man right right man. to get by exactly because um you can't do every, you can't blend very easily yeah on, you're not
2: uh, running a fade on your yeah like a you ain't do, fade yeah on yourself.
1: yeah, I just do the the uh whatever the eighth guard like no guard on it yeah and then and then I do already the zero guard, which i think is yeah. sixteen to like that, so that's the two two levels you can get away with that on your own, but it's yeah. tricky to do a really nice like a bar like it's really hard to do that on your own Jesus um, well, I, I don't but we all been.
0: Outside- Uh, Man, just uh, today had a, well, it was kind of, uh, it was good today. I uh, did some trail riding and uh, it was pretty tough. Went to a big hollow uh, trail in Mammoth Cave and we were just, we were working on my bike and stuff like that. And then we got, we got it working and we uh, added some new parts on. And then it was kind of like, all right, let's go and test it out and see how it is. And uh, it went really well. Uh, there was I'm losing a little bit of air in my back tire. So I had to stop to pump up a couple times. But other than that, I had a blast. Now I'm sore, though. Really sore. So, yeah. What about you, Chris?
2: Man, I walked the dogs. I got out and did a whole bunch of calisthenic work. In preparation of some, you know, gym action, opening up, you know, I'm still gonna be particular, and I'm a, I'm opt for the key five option out at Powerhouse, so I'll probably go with unorthodox hours and
0: yeah,
2: whatever. But uh, you know, uh, I ain't been doing shit since it started raining a little bit. I came in the house, and then I just been cooling it, waiting for uh, the show to start.
0: Yeah, that's what's up, man. So let's go ahead and get started. The, uh, the, what I wanted to talk about, and I, I at first didn't want to bring it. I didn't want to talk about it at all. I really, really didn't want to. But um, something, I guess, you know, I don't want to say compelled me. I don't know. I just felt like maybe we should bring it up. So, Mark, for, for reference for you, there's a, there's a restaurant here in town. You've probably been there, uh, Los Pizza Company.
1: So, yeah. Yeah. I don't okay. remember. Are they still at Penn Station?
0: Uh, there was there a Pen- Penn Station? Oh, it is called Penn Station. Yeah. yeah, the yeah, little yeah right. section the shopping right. center. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Next so. to
1: your burrito place.
0: Yeah. Thank you for calling it that because Mex Out is fire. But, uh, <laughs> I couldn't remember the name of it. I, I, no, remember. not Mex Out. Yeah. Yeah. Mex Out. No. Yeah. It, it's K K-P- Pasta Taco. Tacos. Yeah. 24 7. Dude, the you do that?
2: No. And you, it's the jam. Get it. they, They've got langua, they got trepa, yeah, they've yeah. got carnitas, everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that place and I always taste. judge the skill or you know, the taste or whatever you want to call it of a Mexican style restaurant by how like broken the English is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, oh, this is gonna be
1: authentic. I like, saw the I saw the paint and I was like, Yeah, this is it. The <laughs> yeah, the colors, did you the colors yeah. Yeah. The way the yeah. walls are painted, those yeah. they got a certain yellows and these wild colors they
0: use that like, yeah. Oh, yeah this is authentic yeah yep yep yeah they, they do it right hell yeah um, so there again there was a there's a restaurant here and the the owner had um, well first of all some uh, there was a customer who wasn't very happy with what what she had gotten and and um, So she made a post about it on, on the company's Facebook page. And that's what people do. You know, I always I joke that people like to snitch on Yelp and stuff like that. And, you know, they go on there and talk about when things are terrible or, you know, food's bad or whatever, but she made a post on there. And uh, instead of taking the route of like, Hey, it's this customer service kind of thing, you know what I mean? No matter how shitty they were, um, instead of taking the route of just being like, hey man, sorry about that, how can we make it right? It turned into a thing of calling them a Karen and all this other shit, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. just going in on this lady. So there was a big back and forth. Then, 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 this was the crazy part. As you know, and and this stuff is, is bound to happen. Whenever you get into it, if you're some kind of a public figure and you get into some kind of a spat, or if you just become a public figure in general, People are going to dig up stuff about you. Yeah. And then they found, you know, uh, an old picture. And I don't know how old the picture was, but it was of the business owner in blackface. And uh, then it really went crazy. And it sucks because I know I know the owner, you know, and there, there are times where he, he has another restaurant that uh, I would go to and uh, I would go there sometimes in the morning and and just uh sit by myself because i guess being in used to being in sales or when i was previously in sales you just get used to eating at restaurants by yourself and like you can enjoy yourself and whatnot and so i went over there and i would sit down at the little bar area and he would come up and talk and we would just chat while i'm eating and stuff like that and his and he had a pretty good sized staff that was like african-american and stuff and then now this, these pictures, this picture pops up and he's in blackface and then the internet, I, by internet I mean like local internet goes in now, part of me wanted to be like, guys, I know that the dude's not racist, but the other part of me fucking loves public executions, and so I just, I was, I, I, I haven't said anything, I was like I was kind of enjoying everyone flaming the dude, and so what I, what I want to be able to talk about today is how do we how do we treat these public figures when things like this surface and is it on us as you know people of color to be able to say like okay we know that they did something stupid way back then does it make you a racist now yes or no how do we sort of navigate our way through it because at the same time i'm also like i'm not going to go around telling people how to think and how to feel you know what i'm saying like, it's not my place to tell well, another black person who feels slighted and say, no, that's not true. You know what I mean? It,
2: it, right. And I don't I don't r- really recall too many black folks on my timeline weaponizing him Mm-mm. being CeeLo being C- as yeah. as adding you know more to the situation as to like you know his credibility or whatever i didn't <laughs> notice people of color doing that i really just noticed a whole lot of angry white women and i'm not i'm not delegitimizing the, the way this motherfucker carried on to be quite honest with you i have i have consistently said that i thought that that place was gross mm-hmm. and i've i just don't eat there yeah. um i i don't have time to sit there now, if and to be fair, the initial post she was like, "This is the fourth time we've eaten here, and it's been and it was trash." I want to be like, "Look, bitch, you gave them way too many shots." Like, I I like wait, <laughs> we we'll give a re- I'll give a restaurant like one maybe two tries. Yeah. But if I but if I show up and like. It's a pizza place, and I order pizza, and the pizza's trash. Deductive reasoning, like if you can't even deliver on the thing that's in the yeah. name of where you're at, I'll, then you only why get would two I go for back? me.
1: Yeah, you I get I- you get two tries, busy, and then not busy. I always give them a try when they got the a cook, like on their busy right. night, right? And that's it. Other than that, I said I would normally get if I if I get a bad experience on the busy night with the ace cook, uh, that's it. One is all you get, but usually, you know. And, to-
2: and see and see that's the thing, is like I, I'm watching this unfold and I got a kick out of it. Like Kalu said, I got a kick out of it. I don't have a dog in that fight at mm-hmm. all. I don't know the dude. Um I haven't nothing nothing that occurred was directed at me or, or offended my sensibilities. I got bigger shit going on. Like I could give a fuck yeah. less. But um honest to God the the fact that the it eliciting comment was like this is the fourth time we've come and then they complain mm-hmm. why would you go four times why why would you knowingly as an adult put yourself in that position <laughs> four times
0: yeah, and exactly. then
2: go and then go and put this shit on the internet to me at that point again and I don't even like Lost River Pizza I think, I think everything I've had there has been gross yeah. But but I will say, like, you go you go and put yourself in that position four different times and then get online and feel the need to complain about it. To me, there's almost a subjective like gap there, like mm-hmm. it's a difference of taste. Potentially, it is a difference of taste for me. I can make that acknowledgement because there's plenty of people in town that. They think Lost River Pizza is good, even if they think the dude that owns it is trash. Mm-hmm. So a- after four times, I think you could probably chalk it up as okay, it's just not for me. But no, this person commented on that, and again, I'm not, I'm not crucifying them, but I found that to be odd at, yeah. at the very least. And then this flippant comment, like, "Okay, Karen, go somewhere else." Isn't that what he said? Yeah, some shit like that. Well, um. You know, I it, it was a off color attempt at being edgy. I don't think mm-hmm. it was there wasn't anything offensive about it. I think now Karen is the new like racial epithet for white women that complain about everything and it's yeah. making white women it's making white women angry. It is. <laughs> yeah. Like as as if as if pop I feel like Karen degenerate. was created
0: by black people though, straight up.
2: Well, Well, and that's the thing is like as if in like pop culture and the zeitgeist and shit, motherfuckers don't just throw around like Laquisha as a (laughs) generic black name about some shit all the time. And and legit, nobody bats a fucking eye. Like nobody for real trips about that. But people people were taking the term Karen, a business owner referring to people as Karens and turning it into this deep. Intertwined, like oppressive, disparaging, fucking thing. Like y'all, bu- y'all, some angry ass white ladies right about now, and I'm not. A- and then there's a lot of other people that was gassing them up too. Yeah, and you, and yeah. you saw my post, right? No, I didn't. Well, my post just said, damn, y'all went in on lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. That's all I said. I didn't. I wasn't like for it or against it. Again, I think the pizza's trash. And I don't think that the man, to be honest with you, has done anything to warrant having his business and livelihood ruined aside from having (laughs) garbage food. That's it.
0: I've never had a problem with like his I I only go there for wings and I think they're great But Uh, I
2: hate hate that they're giant they do the most giantest wings ever and I just (laughs) and that's why I chalk it up to personal preference that's why I have a gripe that's why I have a gripe with the lady saying she's been there four times and it's been trash all four times because I don't like those type of wings and you like those type of wings
0: well I like them without bread but anyway, that that's besides the point. But I was going to say that I, it felt like when he was calling her Karen, it seemed like there was a whole lot more to it than that. And like, it seems like and I don't want to. I don't think that it's like, well, maybe it is. Is there a slight hint of misogyny in there when you when you call Oh, Someone—it's always a woman who happens to be complaining at something at the store, and they've—they've they've characterized Karen as having like a bob haircut, and it's short, and you know she's always asking to speak to the manager. Yeah, and it's like I see it. I'm like, God damn it, she is always asking to see the manager. Yeah,
2: it's like, true. No. I like there's <laughs> like there's like a, a yeah. pattern of like documented shit. And think about like the serial reporting. Yeah. of of black males especially. Yep. Yep. White white females are very prone to call law enforcement about Fear of a black male. It's just something that fucking happens. It's a it's a sure. pattern of shit. And we saw uh, it was a little kid and the kid's mom and and the kid was selling water and and the bitch yeah, felt like that. she needed to contact. Yeah, I think the it was those
1: things. Um, in the past few years, I think a series of a series of those sort of occurrences is kind of what led I, I guess, the black Twitter community or whomever, to yeah. come up with that term. Karen, I thought it was pretty. They came pretty up with good.
0: Nance, and I, I thought that was pretty funny.
1: Yeah. Because because it was cause Karen now is kind of encompasses all of them because we had the individual ones you know what I mean like yeah. barbecue Becky and then there was yeah. other ones but now it's like generally you can use Karen I don't know how long it's gonna last it's kind of fun it's a fun well, handle though.
2: and and it's always again it's always a very specific subset of white ladies it's yeah, like yeah. The, hey. it's like the ones ranging from like. A Moderate to low SES to like moderate to high yeah. SES, yeah. Shopping white ladies, yeah. This is out. direct
0: mark, it's yeah. It's
2: directed Go- at, and they are mad
0: now. Mark, Google, you, you're up. I see you, you're on your computer. Google Karen, just type Karen and hit images, okay. And like, this is, is why it Karen it's like, yeah, it's yeah, Karen. with the K. Okay. It's like, this is
1: why it's like fucked up. The funny thing is, yeah, that's her. The funny thing <laughs> is, the funny thing is, dog, that's her. Uh, the funny thing is, I lost what I was gonna say. It's like it's always like, like, oh man, the one that's like six over, where she's on some panel and she's yes. sits on a couch, yes. like she's on a talk show. That's her for real. Her her name is Karen. That lady's got it. Hey, this is well, um, well, yeah. It's 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 like uh, it's always like kind of like. I used to run into them a lot when I worked at at Walmart because they were some of the highest demographic of of what what we call shrinkage mm-hmm. and that's any any uh, uh, phenomena that causes loss of product. It's really like a nice way of saying theft. And if, if you ever worked at Walmart and clue you worked at Target, I know Target has a very good security system. But mm-hmm. in Walmart, we have this map in the back in the break room and it would be little green dots like showing the shrinkage per department. It was one of those whatever you call them kind of maps that show the mm-hmm. volume of things. Mm-hmm. Like if you looked at a coronavirus map, this is some little dots or whatever. Mm-hmm. It wasn't digital though. It was like managers putting stickers on there because it would let you know. Hey, <laughs> (laughs) What was funny about that?
2: Like them rollback stickers?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now it's little green stickers. I don't know. What? I I didn't realize that was funny. Uh, um, Like uh, it was little green stickers on a map of the store, right? Of all the departments, and it was what it was was to at least my understanding was every now and then we'd have meetings standing in front of that that board, and it would be saying, "Hey, here's where the loss is coming from," and when. Uh, I ain't going to say his name, but KB, old Warf, Warcraft vet uh, that we all knew, like, he was tearing the electronics department up. And when we would look up there and see how much shrinkage or theft or lost it was from the lake, we were like, man, Kenny is stealing everything. We all used to get <laughs> free Warcraft um, uh, time cards, like uh, yeah. $15 or whatever they were worth a month. Anyway, I was saying all that to say, the other highest area of shrinkage was in like the Maybelline section. Interesting. And all the loss prevention guys, those guys that sneak around and watch you steal at Walmart, because what a lot of people don't know is that they have to, they cannot be wrong. A lot of mm-hmm. people don't know that they could sue them, but if they say, hey, stop right there. And it turns out you was putting something in your pocket that you brought in with you, you, you got a big lawsuit on your hand. They can't yeah. be wrong. So the loss prevention guy has to follow you around. And make sure that you stole things. Anyway, one thing we learned was the highest, like, demographic of stealing was Karen's, if you will. It was, mi- really? it was, yeah, it would be like middle-aged, like, mo- soccer mom type. They show up. You want to know why? Runs. Well, I was going to get to that. They said, <laughs> they said, they said it's because they, they're they bored and they do it for real.
2: was I was, well, was going to say. I'm
1: like, they taking in like, their purse and she goes, Yeah, yeah, yeah little lipstick. Lies and stuff like that lip gloss from that section of a highly overpriced product yeah. I, mean, I went on a tangent but I was going to say what I was going to say is like that that lady in the picture that sort of generic stereotype of Karen is associated in some other unusual places too and one of them is uh if you work at a department store the ones that, but they're also the ones doing the most shopping you know they come in the middle yeah. of the day and Anyway, I, was, look, I don't know. and
2: they, they probably feel entitled to it. They're like, Look, I just okay. spent $300. I'm gonna steal this and I'm gonna get a cheap yeah. thrill out of it.
1: This is this is, this is
2: my bit. This is my bit at, at bucking the system with some shit. So, pretty much, we've unpacked it. We're not offended by Homeboy cosplaying as CeeLo because he ain't really look like CeeLo for real. He looked like W's Yeah. He, yeah. He, he looked like Dumpy Xerxes and, and also that white women
0: from 300.
2: Yeah. Thank you, Chris. But also that white women steal. That's what I want everybody to take away from this episode. Jesus. Look at
0: Xerxes from 300. I am a kind god.
2: That's what for real, Mark. I know you didn't huh? see the picture, but the no, like, it. black, like it's less blackface and more like bronze face. Like it, he looked like yeah.
1: like Donald Trump. I don't. Is. I don't. uh Like I don't side with that offended by blackface camp anyway. Like I don't. I don't think people should get in trouble for that I think costumes and stuff. Are there fun. was, Ooh,
2: but yeah. there was no caricature associated with it. Like you know what yeah. I'm saying? If somebody had like, like. Shoe polished black, smeared, and then like exaggerated lips and all that kind well, of. Well, if they were like
1: pretending to be uh, a, a Harriet character. Tubman um, or something, yeah. a little or, less tasteless. she's a what I call a, a emotionally protected historical figure. Like, like I wouldn't. I think that would be tasteless or if they had chains on or something or if they did something really gnarly and like did prosthetic lashes on their back from being whipped. I'm like, well, that's a little tasteless, you know what I mean? Yeah. But being Diana Ross, that's fucking awesome to well, me. Well, and that's, that's <laughs> what I'm saying is that
2: th- there is a, I do believe personally and I don't <laughs> give a fuck if, if some, somebody can can disagree with this, there's a vast difference between representing some degrading caricature of an entire race through yeah. altering the color of your skin and representing a specific character and not doing it in a disparaging way. And, and again, that's what I'm saying. Like where, who does, I, I almost guarantee it wasn't like the black community of Bowling Green that banded together to find out that he, he wore blackface to assassinate no, the man's yeah. character. It was it, it was all people. these angry ass white ladies yeah. and then and then dudes that was co-signing on the shit. And again, like the stuff <clears throat> he was saying, he he didn't seem like my kind of people just based yeah. upon what he was saying. But nothing he said crossed the line of what I feel like a fucking business owner, a local business owner. Is entitled to say like if if he don't want your business if you gonna say some shit, that's fine. That's on yeah. him. But but trying to assassinate his character by bringing up that CeeLo costume that was the most asinized shit that I've ever seen.
0: I wasn't that. I, w- I was just like you know, all right. You you brought it up there again. I know that the dude's not racist. I think that what he did just because I I do well, like customer even- service. Like I wouldn't have let someone. Like I wouldn't have let someone go through and and go ham on me and you know what I'm saying and and say something like that. I would have tried to make it right. Not just because to appease them, but it's because you definitely want to look good for potential customers. That's what I, that's the kind of stuff that I think of. Well,
2: and even using the term Karen, I think we've already acknowledged is not in any way endemic to like a honky kind of mindset. Mm -hmm. If anything, if it's been adopted by racist white people, that's some shit that's happened very, very, very recently. Okay, so so you know, so, help,
1: get so, me, so it's, help me out, guys. Y'all know I'm I'm slow on the uptake. Get it clear. Get help me get it clear again. What ended up becoming the thrust of it was it that he responding to her. He got all kinds of attention, people were eating him up. Or was it people getting on her for being a Karen and and like kind of siding with him? It, no,
2: they were they was they were siding with her. They were like, wow. I've never eaten there before but I definitely won't see in the way that people talk to their customers and all this kind of shit. Hold on, let me see if I can maybe even bring yeah. This I shit mean, up.
0: There's like 860 something comments on there now. It's it's just gone for so long about the about just the entire situation and and yeah. Yeah, he
1: definitely shouldn't have got personal about it. Like no, when I comment have. on my, I, had, I went and deleted a comment um, on Newegg because I've been sitting here on my computer and I have it open now. Mm-hmm. It's this open case because, um. anyway, because I, it's because it's whining and it was driving me crazy, but I have two water pumps in my computer. You just have to live with it. And it turns out it wasn't the video card at all. Video card's mm-hmm. dead quiet. Mm-hmm. It was the pump and for my. CPU, the Corsair one, which I'm kind of glad it's easier to replace, and and one of my fans was supposed to be a silent fan. Anyway, my whole point was I just working from home and sitting here out, it started to annoy me enough that I went and said, damn it, I paid all this for this video card. And mm-hmm. then when I went to take it apart and try to look at it, I was like, oh, shoot, I was wrong. I went back and deleted that. Mm-hmm. But uh, my whole point was Newegg, I mean, course, I mean EVGA mm-hmm. responded at me like it was just me and them in the shop. Little old yeah. me. When really they could say, fuck you, we made $30 billion off of these video cards. You're not $33 off these video cards. So my point is, that just goes to show how important it is to stay professional, stay impersonal, yes, and respond man. like that. He was supposed to hit them with that one well-reviewed response yeah. and say blah, blah, blah. Now, if he wants to get personal, he can do what I haven't seen anyone do, but what I like to imagine <laughs> I would do in the modern uh, cancel culture thing, I would induct that person. I would turn their energy of negativity against them and say, Hey, Karen, you know what? You're right. You're not the first person to say that we're doing a special. Here's our discount. Here's whatever Here's discount on Fridays. We're going to do birthdays for free, starting um, all of the summer or whatever to get people back out. Because of Rivers and Karen, you're gonna work on our recipe with us. We're gonna yeah. see if our pizza could take. I would fuck her up because she wouldn't have the stamina to sustain the negativity if I open up to say, yeah, I'm gonna treat you like you're the only pizza customer we got. That's yeah. what he should have done. Yeah. Would,
2: I, I'll be real with y'all though, it, this this is a PR move. I mm-hmm. mean, th- yeah. there there is a distinct possibility that this will work in this motherfucker's favor because it's attracting attention and there's a lot of of adversarial kind of mindsets out there like people be like oh everybody gets so up in arms about some shit let's go check out this lost river pizza that everybody's been and then everybody will start buying them don't be a carrying shirts but if you go through the comment section on their website uh for lost river pizza company where they're selling the shirts like one dude's like this is trollery of epic proportions I'm not a pizza fan, but I plan on supporting your business. Mm -hmm. Uh, Another woman said, I'm a Karen and I'd wear it. LOL. Good publicity move. Uh, Mm -hmm. Do you have kid sizes available too? LOL. I need this in my life. Um, I've worked, and this is pretty long, but here I've worked customer service my entire life and I've learned anyone can be a Karen. And if you're offended by this, you probably act like one. I know this was just meant to be a joke, but I hope everyone can remember to treat customer service workers with respect and everyone with respect for that matter. Also, as for the comment about feeling bad for people actually named Karen, my boyfriend is named Kyle. (laughs) He thinks (laughs) Kyle memes are funny. We all do because they're a joke. But yeah, yeah, honestly... um, I have seen a, a response to whatever little movement, whatever group in town that was super upset about it. Um, I've seen a counter movement that seems stronger to support yeah. Lost River Pizza Company.
0: The one thing um, that, I, that I am scared of is that I don't want this the idea of Karen or the movement of Karen to put... Women in a position where they feel like they can't say when they don't like something, because you'll just get labeled as a Karen. You know what I mean? Like that's the only thing that I I worry about that it's it's going to, you know, devalue or make them feel like their opinions devalued when it's like, no, I think your food's fucking trash, or I think that something is not right here, and they're just like, oh, you're just being a fucking Karen. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. And again,
2: well, again, well, and I'm not even there there will probably be a measure of that and it's mm-hmm. also intermingled with the phenomena of again a certain socioeconomic bracket of predominantly white females that for whatever reason that's the stereotype mm-hmm. and um i i think again mark illustrated that Shrinkage occurred in the Maybelline section at a staggeringly high rate amongst white females between the ages of what eighteen to fifty or some shit like that. The thing is, did he handle the situation in a couth professional way? No. But it was that. Is that his business model? Is that his fucking angle? Yeah. No. It's not. It's de- it's a deliberate publicity st- stunt or a bid at publicity to get people to pay attention, because honestly, like I told you, I had all but forgotten that it, it existed because I just don't like the food. Mm-hmm. But I know plen- I know plenty of people that do like the food. So that's again. And I know yeah. I keep going back to it. But Jesus Christ, lady, why would you go four times? If yeah, it was yeah. that well, bad, you see, why, would, see, you, when you why say, would you go four times?
1: When you say, why would you go four times? Like I, That's the part. That's what I agree with. Like That's what makes me sort of tolerate the entertainment of it all. Because the context in which most of these Karens are identified is in is is in like a privileged kind of first world context. They're always complaining about stuff that you really ought to be I know it's a certain degree not it's not fair to say that but th- that you really ought to be kind of lucky to do like if you're standing in the middle of Trader Joe's and you can afford to buy that 8 dollar bag of Brussels sprouts like like chill out. You know what I mean? It's stuff is more serious than that. I never see Karen's, Karen's operating in um environments where like hey I met the pediatrician and my kid is not getting looked at quick enough. He's having an asthma attack. It's never like that. It's always Mm -hmm. something like. Something small. Yeah, something silly and petty. So I just thought, you know, it's okay to laugh at that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I feel like Chris does. You went back there, what was it, four times or something? Yes. You might be thinking that you're you're, um, owed a certain kind of uh, service level or something. Really not in our our. Uh, um, culture where you can yeah. you got so many choices you you might just want to try another place or something because yeah, uh, i've yeah. always said that i may have said it on this show before too like i don't like i've had to like straighten my girlfriends out in the past about that i don't like that snap at the waiter kind of thing <laughs> you know if the girl comes oh up, god uh, what if it ain't perfect like you can't That's eat out with you if, if you're one of those yeah. kind of people i don't like that when you go out to eat if you want that kind of five-star thing one you better pay for it and two you might want to do it yourself because hey we're at we're at cheddars chill out you might you might want to be like a chic or something like that you know what i'm saying and yes (laughs) not a regular person yeah and (sighs) yeah the the waitress is flirting with me i got the wallet she's not stupid like this is someone trying to get tips like it ain't that serious you know because some people are like that and uh you know I, I think that's the same thing as being a Karen, but lots yeah. of that <clears throat> you
0: know, I mean, do you think that, that really quick, you, the other thing that i that I worry about is the the amount of of virtue signaling, and I know that people like to go in here and play you know police and, and yes, just like we all said, it was i believe it was a white person that that pulled the picture of of him in blackface and made it into like, okay, this is going to be a, a big thing, but then that's where there was the big flood of the virtue signaling and it's like, oh, he's, you know, mm-hmm. I, I will not go and shop, like, you know, eat at a place like this who values <laughs> yeah. racism and all this other kind of stuff. And it made me think of the of uh, the, the stand-up thing with Dave Chappelle when he was talking talking about Jesse Smollett or Juicy Smooly. <laughs> <he said>. <laughs> yeah. When I was like, <laughs> He said, "You know, people I just were, watched that. Yeah, but he was saying that, like, pe- like everyone was up in arms except for black people, and he was like, "Cause they knew he was clearly lying." Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. I, I kind of think that there's certain things that we know are just like, man, that dude's not racist. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah, or, right. or at this point where it's like, man, this shit's not serious. Like, you know, he he did Would something be- like.
2: Whatever. Mark, Mark or uh, Kalu, both. Have y'all seen uh, Dave Chappelle receives the Mark Twain Prize on Netflix? It's fucking fantastic. But he, yeah. he he talks about like, again, and, and I think I spoke about this on a previous episode, about how the art of comedy, for example, the microcosm that is comedy, he says that he he's ha- has people that he interacts with it. He knows a racist. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah. but they, but they yes. work it out amongst themselves. He said, y'all out here fighting about it, but I will have a motherfucker get up on stage and say his racist version of comedy and be like, oh, that motherfucker means that shit. Yeah. And then, go, and then yeah. go have a beer with him afterwards That's and right. have a candid ass discussion with
1: him. That's and, right. and it's
2: no bad blood about that shit. And he's right. talking about we need to let some air out of the ball. And, and that's, that's the thing is like, that's that's totally and it's, right. And it's not to defend homeboy. It's not to defend homeboy at all for mm-hmm. any number of things. To be quite honest with you, I don't give a fuck. I just don't think the fool's good. Yeah. And, uh, and he didn't do anything bad enough for me to cast him into yeah. the fiery flames of oblivion
0: and there's other people that are posting on there that it's like oh I had his food it, was, it wasn't it was that great you know what I'm saying like well, everyone wants to be able to but, chip in and that's why I feel like we all love this public execution like this is their way of like being able to stab at the you know the dead well, body yeah, we like, talked is a,
1: this? remember we talked about throwing tomatoes before back yes. like at the, the old <laughs> studio location at Chris's place that's yeah. kind of a little bit of that too sometimes yeah. you might come from the the uh what is it, the the group, the tribe or whatever, I'm automatically on team black people. So it's easy. I, I I get that ammunition for free, right? And if I feel like throwing a tomato, I might not really think it's a big deal. But when this thing happens, I am awarded that ammunition, you know what I mean? Because I'm already a part of that group. Mm-hmm. So I, I can throw that tomato if I want to, but I might not really even think it's a big deal. But throwing tomatoes is kind of fun, you know what I mean? It is, though. Yeah.
2: Yeah, especially well, if you're
1: and, really good at throwing them. But <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> what's what's fascinating about this situation is that it, it, the contention, as far as like Kalu's concerned specifically about this having a potentially negative effect on women <clears throat> and and a woman's ability to express herself without being gaslighted and referred to as a Karen. But. This is a unique situation, is that in that I, I guarantee that Latinas and sisters and shit ain't sitting around like I'm worried about being called a Karen because it's not fucking happening. Like that's not yeah. part of the phenomenon. This is a very mm-hmm. specific. Not only is it very specific um, to to white women, it's a specific subset of white women. Yep. It's not. It's not low SES kind of like. You know, country, semi rural, whatever, Mm -hmm. trailer park, however you want to refer to them.
0: They'll call the them exactly that as trailer park.
2: Yeah, the the redneck manifesto. Yeah, they'll call them trailer park trash. Karen, yeah. the the Karen group, we will refer yeah. to them as in the third person, has no problem with that. Really, no yeah. group has any problem with that. Yeah. But all of a sudden, and then if they're
0: black, this it's just middle an angry black woman,
2: it's just an angry black woman or angry black yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But but now that it's a specific subset, and and honestly, it it was a vector of authority to a mm-hmm. degree. The thought, the, com- yeah. the, commer- the commercial sector, I'd say middle SES white women are big consumers, right? Yeah. And as a, as a whole, as a, as a unified whole, middle SES, you know, low to moderate, moderate to high SES white women are an enormously powerful force when it comes to the economy. And yeah. it, it's it's not like that there isn't some semi like passive aware awareness when it comes to this shit either. It's like when I step in here, I expect this shit.
1: Yeah. You know, know you, saying? you, you bring a, a, a super good point. You always do that. Yeah. You just, and I didn't think about it till just now that you say that, but that's a serious factor, man. When you're that demographic, you just described, you walk on that. Maybelline section is built for you. That whole, mm-hmm. Um, 90% of Target is built for you because they're the ones with the disposable income. They're the ones that's going out at 1 a.m. before the kids get off school and when traffic's low after rush hour or lunch breaks or whatever and shopping because that's when I would encounter them. That's literally when I would encounter them. Down yeah. in Nashville, whenever I was, uh, whatever it is, it, it it sounds like it tastes delicious. Yeah, I was, uh, I was like mute course. your fucking mic, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I'm, it I'm it sorry,
0: sounds
2: y'all. Sounds
0: like it
1: tastes.
2: I, made, I, I mixed I some salsa water with some simply limeade.
1: Damn dog, that's my move. I got club soda, and I'll I'll do cran grape. Dog, it's the cup, best. Like club like club fuck, fuck
2: a soft drink. Fuck yeah, a soft drink. Yeah, yeah. Cut it with juice. some water. Yeah. And, and, and get some seltzer water. You heard yeah. it here, folks.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's like, that's like the thing I do all the time. I thought I was the only one. But, like, yeah, because when, when I was um, living in Midtown, I swear, man, I would never get treated worse than when I was working from home and decided, like, oh, man, I'm working from home. Let me go do my grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. And I'd do it like it at my lunch break. Yeah. And I would go to the Publix in West Nashville, dude. I'm telling you, I've literally, I might have even told this story this story before for you guys in different contexts. I've had like, you know, soccer moms pulling, pulling in front of me at the BMW, you know, in the parking space. And like, give me like, what are you doing here? Look, like, because really? it's their world. They're out every day. It's they're their domain. Jobs. Yeah. They're getting their stuff done. And so what I'm saying, an extension of that is having a, a sort of entitlement about service is not really surprising. Like that lady, that lady who's living the perfect suburban life in that beautiful uh, subdivision. I get a mixed up suburb, subdivision, subdivision, mm-hmm. subdivision in Texas. Have you seen that where they do the birthday parties and all the hot rods come through for the kids? It's a really cool yeah. thing. I, I just started showing well, up. They start
0: things. doing that here. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, we would be a good time. <laughs> Bowling Green would be a good town mm. It's Corvettes or whatever. But it's Corvettes and cool stuff. And she was mad because it was loud and ruining her afternoon. And mm-hmm. she came out there. Now, she was a Karen. She got labeled her Karen uh, for doing that. But she also existed in that highly, I don't want to use the word privilege wrong, but you know she was exactly that demographic that mm-hmm. Chris describes. Because guess what? The lower SES, people from where we're from, they would throw an egg on one of them fucking Corvettes or something like you would yeah. be out of there. They wouldn't be expecting to be treated a certain way. They would raise hell and you would like, Oh shit, I'm going to get out. of i She's not going to ruin the paint on my car. Yeah. So like there is a, a a big difference when you go to Walmart and you see them, them people like wigging out over the fucking chicken being out of stock or something in the deli. Yeah. They don't respond the same way. So, uh, I think it's fun that we have uh, in America. I'm combining now, uh, a lot of stuff that actually Patrice O'Neill talks about and Jordan Peterson, believe it or not. But like, we, when you have a hierarchies, multiple, like layered and multi dimensional hierarchies, you, you get these, these uh, collections, if you will, whatever you want to call them. And, and we all fall into some of those categories. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the black guy in the hoodie or whatever that's doing crime. <clears throat> is a demographic. Like, you can mm. say you shouldn't be treating people that way, and I agree with you. shouldn't be making people a suspect. But then you can watch the Michael K. Williams vice documentary he just did about yeah. New Jersey and the entire culture of, of robbers. They're all, yeah. like, got masks on something because they don't want to reveal themselves. But you see what they look like. It looks mm. the exact same. What I'm saying is a kid committing crimes as a career, as a day-to-day lifestyle, looks just like a kid... Going to high school every day, you know what I mean they don 't look different. Mm-hmm. they both dress like hip hoppers, and you know what I mean mm-hmm. what i 'm saying is like I think that's the cool thing about America, and we're getting better i think at at seeing we all fall into a lot of these goofy little stereotypes yeah. and it's okay to be laughed at it's yeah. okay it's okay to, to if you're the Karen i'm mm-hmm. you know we're we're all that something like that in different contexts you
0: know what I mean? agree man, and the and one of the things that there was a comment on there uh, that someone said where they were like, uh, you know, my name is Kyle. and I don't go around punching holes in in, in my wall and drinking, like, drinking <laughs> yeah. Monster Energy, Monster drinks. energy drinks. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. We it's know that like... guy
1: from real world. We know yeah. we, we all know what you're talking about. We can see his hairdo. He's got yeah. that Best Buy. And the, tri- up, and so- the yeah. tribal
2: tattoos.
1: Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's got the uh, affliction shirt on and all that shit. Yeah.
0: So is it is it yeah. safe to tell to just tell everyone like maybe we should just calm down a little bit? You know well, kind also it, it
1: kinda yeah. you just you know well, again you I don't want to tell you to get how to feel it. it's yeah. like it's like you know, you're not gonna <laughs> take that level of of ignorance, you know. Yeah. We'll have to have an outlet and that's just one of the ways we do it in America because we're very, very competitive comparing <clears throat> yes. we compa- we're hierarchical hierarchical
0: environment. So this is the side effects that have hierarchy.
1: How do you have balance? Go ahead, Chris.
2: Is there a quantifiable negative impact on the demographic being referred to as Karen's? Nah.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that the not, not so much quantifiable, but I think that you will probably, because Karen is, right now, Karen is not considered a cool thing. You'll see I feel that you'll see more women not speaking up whenever whenever they get poor service or something like that because they don't want to be labeled as that
2: man. I don't think you give and and this isn't like a pejorative towards you, but I don't think that that not you, but I don't think that that gives women enough credit. I think the overwhelming majority are are resilient enough and don't have brittle spirits in the sense that something like the the term Karen being referred to uh referring to a specific subset of white women would sure, sure. stifle their proclivity to say
0: something maybe maybe, but, maybe it's not so much that it's more of the 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 stores okay the 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 places that these people are shopping or eating or anything like that i believe that whenever you are a patron of one of those places there is a dynamic like you are there for something that they provide to you so in a weird sense they're they can easily see themselves as being higher than you so whenever you say something that may not you know, appease that business's sensibilities. Ooh. Like, hey, there is a hair on my chicken, or this stuff is not at the at, at a good temperature. It gives them having a term like Karen gives them some ammo on something else to say, and just be like, instead of if they don't feel like saying, "Oh, my bad," or something like that, they can nah. easily just go like, "Fuck yeah. you, man! You're just being but, a Karen right now." But, but
2: I'm gonna be I real, think- like, well, like we we had a whole episode based upon the fairness ordinance in Bowling yes. Green. And so if if we're going to parse things out in terms of like provision of services and where mm-hmm. people, you know, spend their money and shit at. I think if you look at something that like the fairness ordinance that is being been struck down because they say it's not necessary, mm-hmm. it, it's not about necessity in some ways. It is validating um, another human beings um, identity. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll we'll mm-hmm. say that's and that's a big fucking thing for a community for mm-hmm. Bowling Green to be a a welcoming community, openly welcoming community for, with regard to people that are LGBTQ, whatever you mm-hmm. know. Um, that's a big deal, and and they're not doing it, and they, and the justification is, well, it's not needed because people aren't being discriminated against on those terms. Well, if we talk about empowering businesses or the service industry in terms of like being dismissive towards the complaints of, again, the, the Karens, the subset that could be perceived mm-hmm. as Karens, um, to be quite honest with you, like I could give a fuck. Cause mm-hmm. I, again, this is a product of capitalism. Th- yes. That means you, women, women in general, um, represent an enormously powerful entity in the United States, even though they're a subjugated group. And then if you look at white women, there's there's that paradox with white women where you are simultaneously privileged and subjugated at the same fucking time. Yeah. So so use that privilege, you know, And and empower yourself however the fuck you feel like, but use that privilege. Take that privilege elsewhere. Spend your money elsewhere. I think it goes goes in the same vein as saying, like, okay, if we're going to exist in this capitalist system and a restaurant's policies are the way that they carry on. And I don't think anything about what – his name's Keith, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think anything about what Keith said or carried on. Would come off as as discriminatory, like mm-hmm. ne- necessarily. He's just saying, like, if you don't like my shit, do not come to my restaurant. And he's he's being a turd and he's being playful about it. But I think that's his fucking shtick. But yeah. I, I, honest to God, I, I I don't feel like that. There's go- there is legitimately a um, a group being persecuted here. Mm-hmm. I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't I yeah, don't think anybody's. Either. I don't I don't think anybody's being persecuted and I don't I don't downplay, you know, the the pervasive effects of the patriarchy cuz this shit is over encompassing. It fucks the three of us up too, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um but at the same time this Karen thing is just goddamn hilarious because it's it kind of illustrates exactly what he was saying like he trolled Got great publicity, and then guess what? The majority of people like he's getting notoriety from people well outside of our community now.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> and yeah, yeah. he and he he's gonna get, he's gonna sell a lot of them fucking shirts. Y'all know damn well he just sold all kind of don't be a Karen Lost River Pizza shirts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Especially so if, it, it, if it goes to some kind of charity, I think that'd be kind of, yeah, neat. but, but still when, we, we have to have balance whenever you like, I, I just feel like it's something that could be abused. Like if, if the wrong person is saying it, maybe that's what it is. Maybe like, you know, there have certainly been other instances of the owner, like losing this shit or he may have been too drunk or something like that and popping off and saying something. Like disparaging towards, you know, whether it's his own employees or it's another customer or something like that. Like, that's why I'm just like, there are some, well, it seems like maybe he shouldn't have that word because he wouldn't know how, he, he may not know how to properly use it. And it could easily be turned into him just being like, shut up. You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, and, and but I, th- I think again, in our community, and this is, this is very much a community issue. Yeah. it's it's bl- it's bled out as far as like publicity is concerned and again mm-hmm. that's probably worked in his fucking favor but mm-hmm. it, as far as a community issue is concerned i think it's wasted fucking energy and i think that until we have some we have more progressive things in place again if, until we have a fairness ordinance in place mm-hmm. if nothing else if nothing else then to Show respect for the identity of a lot of people that are members of our community, then I could give a fuck less about a local kind of shitty pizza shop owner uh terrorizing, being a little uncouth and terrorizing people that leave bad reviews about his stuff and again <laughs>
0: yeah. the, and this should just be his it, thing honestly and
2: and, then, and again, it was it was the most and let me be real, let me be real. <laughs> as I can be about my feelings, it was the most caring thing fucking possible. If some white lady went and got that picture of him, is it. Trying, I didn't even know he was C-Lo because he he looks so not like a black person
0: I, I at can't all. Stop thinking of Xerxes now, you he fucked it up like, for me.
2: He, <laughs> he looks like he's he's made of gold or something. He doesn't look Ma- Mark, like look look up
0: Xerxes from Three Hundred. Google, well, and, I know who and, Xerxes is. And, okay. well, and to
2: be I to be to honest with you. And to be honest with you, there was a gold CeeLo Green. Remember when he performed and he was all gold? Like, he looked like completely,
0: a BBC character or something like that. Like yeah, com,
2: yes yeah. So maybe he was... He, shit, he could have been cosplaying that, whatever. But whoever did that, if it was a white lady that went and dug that shit up, again, the humor in it is mm-hmm. that that is the most caring thing fucking possible is I don't like the way that this man is responding to my criticism so I'm going to assassinate his fucking character
0: mm-hmm. and it, and again the, the people that were up in arms it uh, yeah I saw a few black people that were saying like alright fuck this guy you know what I'm saying and rightfully so I'm never going to tell anyone how to feel about anything but I felt like the majority of black people were just like yeah alright cool it's like y'all didn't what? think he was already racist like we'll Yo. still go to eat places. It's like just like Dave Chappelle says when when he said if if I went to KFC and they're in uh and they're in hoods over there and they're like, What do you want to eat? Nah, you know what I mean, saying that Dave Chappelle's <laughs> just like Yeah, I'll you know, get a like, I'll get a two-piece. No, because, you'd be like
2: this food this food better be good. God you know, damn it well, <laughs> This better a, be some good ass food. You go said,
0: talk to me uh, like I'll get a two piece because he's like, there's nothing worse than working at fucking KFC. Like, get my <laughs> chicken, dress how you want, say whatever you want and move the fuck on. And I was like, well, I guess that makes that kind of makes sense. But I don't know, man. It's just well, it's so weird.
2: I, you talked about virtue signaling, too. And I actually saw with this ongoing shit, somebody posted about it, a white person posted about it. And I won't call it virtue signaling, but again, to me, like I got other shit on my mind. Like I'm, I'm more of a big picture. Like we got to take care of the fundamentals before we can take care of the fine tunic. But yep. he made this post, and then a black chick got on there, and all she's she's she was complimenting the food. She was like, "Dude, they're." Uh, I don't know what she says, some kind of like macro baked macaroni and cheese, make baby baked chicken macaroni and cheese, or some shit like that. She's like, it's absolute fire and all this, blah, blah, blah. And then the OP gets on and is responding to her almost in terms of like telling her how she should motherfucking feel about yep. him being this this bigoted, Dude, misogynistic piece of shit. And and
0: we got a bunch of talcum X's out and, here.
2: But, 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 yeah, but, but sister said, uh, like, are you really, like, I'm a black person. Are you really going to sit here and try to tell me how I should feel about a motherfucker? Like, I still like their food. I'm yeah. going to have to look into it more and see how I feel about it. But, like, you ain't about to sit here and tell me how I should feel or and that I should feel offended about some shit. And then homeboy was like, you're right. I didn't mean for it to come off
0: that way. I
2: apologize. and I'm just like, God damn, Like, I, like I like feel like you're the racist one. I feel like you're yeah. the one that don't really understand what's going on in the world. And you're just again, like you're 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 saying the right things or what you perceive are the yeah. right things, or playing that benign ass role. But really, you're complicit with the system of subjugation. But like you're not that's helping. That's the
0: key right there. I think that. You know, I think you guys really helped me with with understanding racism and, and recognizing it as a system. And I think that if you are someone that is telling black people, like, you should be mad about this. It seems like you're trying to fit someone into a That's system.
2: Racist. That's racist that, as hell. I like,
0: think it's racist know. as hell. I don't for, want to call it racist as hell, but it just seems like you are I, trying to fit someone into another system that fits I, your narrative.
2: I think it's what I think it's what the Democratic Party has done to Black people for the past several fucking decades. I think they, the, yeah, yeah, I think I think I think it is racist. I think uh, alarmist culture and. Uh, 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 PC culture and shit like that has actually worked against social progress mm-hmm. and it's made racism become more ingrained and pervasive and toxic so. as in a many mechanism ways because,
1: for people to, to get what they want from oh, like, yeah. other people and it doesn't help out like, for instance, black people at all, because what they should have been saying all the time was, "No one's gonna do anything for you. No one's gonna do anything for you. Yep. No one's." And, gonna, and, and then we will finally be like, "Oh, okay." Instead, they're just like, "Hey, you're old this. Hey, you did you wrong? Hey, don't you like?" And keeps making us make appeals and, over and over to some magical government body that's gonna come in and rectify everything. it's doesn't not how it works. And, and working class whites, yeah, yeah, and
2: working class whites are afraid to ask questions or say yeah. or say things or speak up. So there's no solidarity where there should be the most solidarity is between the black community and working class whites because there's yeah, this, this, this inherent is. fear of being fucking crucified for some shit. That's
0: do awful. you think though what Mark you had said like um, no one's going to do this for you. Do you think that the reason why that mentality is not there is, is because Whenever we did have that mentality of no one's going to do this for you we did start our own town and then it got firebombed and shit like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's that, but yeah. but um, more, pop, yeah, there's absolutely that, but more, the more, what sustained, like someone hits you in your jaw and you fall down, you know how they say, do you get back yeah. up or do you stay down there? You know, yeah. why didn't we get back up is the question. and The reason we didn't get back up is because all these really effective mechanisms that Chris just alluded to slightly. I'm not trying to get, take the conversation that way, but it's just important because it just goes to show a few things that I recognize about all of this it's how how whatever you call that uh, cerebral, tribal mechanism, how well it works and how easy it is to manipulate because I feel that way about certain figures. I feel that way about Dr. Umar Johnson. He's mm-hmm. like half a scam artist, half a bullshitter, but he's trying to start like a uh, school for young black boys to correct the psychology of all of the populace so that we will start to behave in a way that's healthy instead of like always blaming everyone else and things like that. And when someone is against him because he had an affair or something, it drives me crazy. What I mean is I feel the same way. It's, it's interesting that when you identify or associate with someone at, at a certain level of that humanity hierarchy, mm-hmm. I- I talk about all the time, it, it can usurp anything above it. So the yeah. higher order, it's like programming. I, I, write, I write programs and we have what's called high-level uh, high languages or higher-order mm-hmm. languages, and those are easier to use, friendlier. but mm-hmm. the uh, lower-order programming languages are harder to understand, but they're more, po- they're more powerful. Mm-hmm. So if you do something in PowerShell and you can't figure it out, you can use .NET and it's more powerful. But if .NET doesn't quite get you there, you can drop into C Sharp Mm-hmm. And if c sharp can't figure it out, you can drop into objective C or c plus plus and they're crazily powerful, but it looks like Latin, right, yeah, I think it's like that when you identify with some on one of those lower levels like the up the higher levels no longer matter, like if I get you at that level, so if I get you at that tribal like um animal level and we're identifying because something's silly like our skin color or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then, like, I can manipulate you the whole way along, along, and you can be operating at the higher levels as if you have like agency or dominion. You really don't, because yeah. you already you already that's got That's an sucked.
2: excellent point. That's really yeah, good. Yeah. That, That's an excellent well, you motherfucker. you just described
1: point. it when you were talking about what that guy did in the chatting. He had a high level point, which made perfect sense, but then he quickly, like, uh uh-uh, he wanted to clean up because I can never not be, you know, aligned with the tribe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I when I want to well, say, hey guys, let's just Let's just forget this one. This ain't a big deal. No you know what I mean. You ain't. You ain't. You got to be racist with you. I'm like, what? Hey, this ain't racist. Well, you know? yeah. and, but,
2: the, but, and, and, and that's part of the problem is that we got it, the, the two party system is very clearly represented in a lot of facets of everyday fucking life, whether we want it to or not. Everybody yeah. wants to act like they're they're so unique and they don't fit into one of the two sides. When in reality motherfuckers fit on the spectrum on one of the two sides, but there are these, these two over-encompassing things. There's the idea of the meritocracy and that we're all equal, and that if you work hard, that you can achieve it and blah, blah, blah. And that's usually espoused by the right-wing, um, uber-capitalistic individuals. They look at the black community, and they're like, the black community is capable and smart and can do anything that they want to do. And they just got to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. And that's their policy on black folks, for real. Like, aside from locking locking them up, when they talk about black folks, they talk about black folks in terms of it's a level playing field. On the other side, you've got the fucking Democrats who are even more pervasively like, like there's the colorblind racism that's espoused by who I just said. And then Mm -hmm. there's this pervasive learned helplessness. Let's paint the black community as inherently problematic paradigm that's, that's used by the democratic establishment. Let's, let's, let's make uh, all of these folks look like that they are helpless and incapable and needy and, Mm -hmm. and it, it, it's it, these these indiv- it, It's like a self-fulfilling man, prophecy. You it's like old, it fulfills the fucking narrative,
1: dude. It's it's crazy because we also have this other Illuminati level uh, physiological reality that that gets exploited, and that and that is memory. You just can't remember after twenty years. Like you can play the same game on a populace, you know what I mean, every 20 yeah. or 40 years. And because if you go back and watch those old 1950s department store uh, salesman videos, they <laughs> come up on YouTube. They're fascinating. You see a time when they they were turning this mechanism on. And here's how you market to the Negro. The yeah, Negro I remember that. They want to be, like, like, like want watch, to like, be
0: flashy. They yeah, they they'll tell you, like, yeah.
1: don't don't sell them the cheap thing because that's what they should buy to be saving money. You actually, you <laughs> sell them the high name because they have they're hyper, what's the word, vigilant or whatever, when you respond, overly reactive to something. They're hyper, mm-hmm. whatever, to, uh, to uh, uh, attacks against their dignity. Mm-hmm. So – because I'm trying to protect and feel better about myself all the time, you could actually sell me the Cadillac easier than you could the economy car, which is what I really need. And it was talking about that. It was a known thing having to do with the way we were reintegrating into the society and the state of our psychology. So to Chris's point, yeah, the whole democratic party like took advantage of that. I don't know if there was their intentions to be malicious in the beginning or not, but it sure is effective if you just want to get, you know, get, reelect it and get your thing and move on it it ain't helping nobody you know what i mean it's certainly not helping us
0: all right guys that was good like like i've been trying to do i'd like to keep everything at an hour so i appreciate the talk it seemed like it just flew by really really quick uh and i truthfully want to have a i'd like to do another episode at some point on uh on the democratic party um, and I think that would be some interesting stuff. Just both parties, honestly, like like this idea that we have that maybe there is there are some uh, if you want to call it racist undertones or something like that uh, or, or means to, to keep people of color in boxes for political gain. Maybe that is something that uh, both parties do in some way, shape or form. I'd love to be able to have an episode on that. But again, we did hit the hour. So I want to ask, like, do you guys have any shameless shout outs or anything like that before we jump off?
2: Well, and I just wanted to say, like, to Mark's point, like talking about marketing, like a more expensive thing to a subjugated individual because they know that that is going to potentially be a challenge to their, you know, their identity or their their social position, things like that. I think to a degree to round things out to a degree that's kind of why there's such this pushback with the the talk of of being called a Karen or whatever like it. Like you have this again, perceivably subjugated group. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I actually acknowledged subjugated group. Yeah and And a power vector, mm-hmm. and when you have a subjugated group and a power vector, if something is thrown into contention with regard to that power vector, again, mm-hmm. that power vector is that flex too, like mm-hmm. what Mark was talking about that the ability to flex that's that's identity that's that's self esteem that's all kinds of shit. Well, it's the same kind of fucking thing if you if you were again, and this is not to paint. Things with a broad brush, because again, there's going to be a lot of variety. But there will be lots of women who do not even fit in the demographics that we're talking about that will have a complaint that possibly will be painted as being a fucking Karen. That is a possibility. But if you fall into these demographics and something is thrown into contention with regard to your power vector, there's going to be a response. And there mm-hmm. there has been. And um, it's it just... It, it's whether that response has a quantifiably negative impact on you know the population that it's relative to, and yeah. I don't know as we've seen that yet, but it's a possibility anyway. uh, I gotta give a shameless shout out to Tyler Young at grade eight performance, and also uh, we gotta plug the business. We've got uh, Raw Power Moving Services is up and running, so hit us up. Uh, you can uh, check us out on Facebook, at Raw Power Movers. Um, also, you know, just type in Raw Power Moving Service. Um we sounds like a service model. fuck your
0: wife too after moving stuff. Well, so kind of uh, like.
2: I mean, look, I don't, I, I, I can't comment on that right now. Like our <laughs> model is still up in the air. But anyway, we're just gonna power
0: dick your wife after we it, move this refrigerator. It, it, if You're okay with that? If
2: you, if you need an immovable object moved, then hit us up. Raw power moving service.
0: I really I think bad. you're fucking people's wives, though, Chris. I'm, I'm just
2: well, clue. I don't know why you were on air throwing shade. Not like you.
0: Not like you. Oh my God. Benedict Arnold. We need a better term for that. I like that. But uh, yeah, shout out to uh, Raw Power Moving. Uh, We do need more moving services. And uh, I d I haven't checked your prices, but I, I know that you're gonna be looking after people, so you're not gonna be making people like pay an no. arm and a leg or something like that. No,
2: we do we do quotes up front. That's the yeah. thing is you're not you're not gonna run into this hundred and twenty dollars an hour per hand bullshit and uh and also, again, fundamentally, like certain jobs, like if you're moving an upright piano, you you really can't move an upright piano through a doorway with four dudes. You have to have two dudes that are strong enough to move an upright piano. So, bitch, holler at us because we can do things that it's virtually impossible for other motherfuckers to do. And we're also smallish and nimble. Like, I can hop in behind some shit. Let's get it popping. Holler at me. I'll I'll pick it up.
0: There you go. There you go. Mark, do you have any sort of uh, shameless shout outs or anything?
1: Uh, Yeah, kind of. I got um, a shameless shout out to the PowerShell Discord channel. I got that's awesome. desired state configuration working this weekend through the Azure cloud and it's nerd shit, but man, I've been trying to get that working for weeks yeah. and now it's working. It's really dope. Do you know what desired state configuration is? DSC? I have not heard of it. Yeah, It's, just, it's something that's built into every Windows computer. And just, no one knows it's there anyway. You, you declare settings and configurations and it makes them persist for you mm-hmm. and it just takes care of it. It stops configuration drifting. You know, that's a big problem in our industry. You set something one Way, then all of a sudden it's changed because some other piece of software or a yeah. person changed it. And desired state configuration um, solves that by running a little agent, like on a fifteen-minute timer that just keeps setting,
0: uh-huh.
1: setting um, um, uh, the setting back to what you want. And it's called a uh, yeah item post <laughs> configuration. Yeah, <Gotcha>. and shout <laughs> out to like one of my favorite restaurants. Um, they have amazing pepperoni. Lost River Pizza. <laughs>
2: what you
1: guys don't like pizzas oh no oh my god
2: oh, dude,
1: oh, oh, dude. No. Oh, he needs to offer he talked he needs he to offer told a, a woman, trips, Like to the Lost River, that little tour they give kids or whatever, and then pizza party at his place after that. That's what I would do. I would just market the heck out of this shit. Look, oh he, I forgot
2: he told a woman that she had the duck butt haircut. <laughs> <laughs> he did! Oh, yeah. in that oh, like, okay, was, well, He's the real deal. It was... It was within three. It was within three <laughs> comments. It was within three. Within three comments on that thread, he said. He said, "You're here too." He said. He said, "You've even got the duck butt haircut and everything." And I was. He went like, for the
0: jugular, dude.
2: What? Yeah. Hey. Yeah, and again, like I, I said.
0: You know, a black business would be way worse though, right? Oh, yeah. like, well. Would, you know, would you would get flamed, dude. I remember I walked into my oh. barbershop like with like shitty shoes and got flamed for that man like you would last a second. In, in, in like in like one of our area's of business man. Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: if I, if I come in to Shake Rag and it's been a long time, you know, he acts offended obviously that I hadn't been in well, there in a long time. I but he also a makes, he makes have, a point of telling me my shit's fucked up too.
0: Yeah, I I asked one guy in there. I was like, "Why do you what's the point?" I said like why do you have, like, $150, 160 shoes, man? He's like, why don't you? you know, yeah. saying, fuck, man.
2: Yeah, right, man. yeah fuck, like, fuck, yeah, man. fuck you and your bicycles, Kalu. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, different people have different priorities, okay? Yeah. Do you go to Shay Greg, too?
1: Yeah, sometimes.
2: you, you have Chris cut your hair?
1: Where is it located now?
0: It's across from State Street Baptist Church. Okay. Yeah. Um, Christmas really I weird he's meticulous. Control. Yeah, I well, I actually just ran into uh, um Bobby Dye the other day at the gas station, and so whenever they open up, I'm gonna try and see if I can't get get a cut from him just to get some conversation in there going. Dude's a pretty smart guy, and so we were talking about like uh stocks and shit like that, and I was just like, Oh, I'd like to get into a conversation and also get my haircut at the same time. So um yeah, I, I'm going to go by there at some point, but I do want to try and do better about supporting all uh, black owned businesses a, a, as much as I can in Bowling Green. I got to do a lot better about that. and So, yeah, is,
1: Cal- is Cal- Cal- still operational.
0: Teresa's. Yeah, I think so.
2: Clue had me go, going to the barbershop where they play Fox News in the background. And I. it was I, my friend from as, high school it's it smelled like skull in there, and I'd be in there Dang. like. I, I wonder hey, if he they, had me I wonder if racist, they can man. tell. He fucked my shit up a little bit. Uh, he, he, he.
0: I, gave I don't a know. Good I don't fake. Know if for he, a white dude. I mean, like cool. it, it was. It was. It looked really good, man. I was. I was man. pleased. I, I.
2: I really. I gotta go with Chris at Shake Rag. Chris at Shake Rag does an impeccable job. Like he takes his time, but I do. I, I can't help but appreciate the the like vacuum brush that they be having, yeah. Yeah. At, at the white barber shops, instead of yeah. just dusting your ass off, because when I get dusted off, I'm like, thank you for just spreading all my hairs around all over my face. Yeah. They get in my follicles. Yeah, their razor eyeballs.
0: has a vacuum cleaner attached to it. Yeah, it's I candy. was like, fuck, man. Why people got together, man. They really do.
1: So, <laughs> That's one officer. thing before I moved away, I was talking with uh Wells a few years ago, it's before that da- Dorothy passed away. Uh, but um but um I was like, man, I like we need to tech up. You need to high tech up your barbershop like it's small enough business. Money circulates. It's cra- it's cash rich like you can write everything off like let me Fix this raggedy motherfucker up because I was yeah. I went to uh Houston and they had vacuum cleaners that were built into the floor. So you just swept into a particular area of the floor, oh, all man. the hair got disappeared. You know, you just do that after every cut, and little things like that, and get your TVs right and your technology yeah. right. Get you like make the barbershop like it's still fucking raggedy in here.
0: Yeah.
1: Like just like it was when I was a kid. But yeah, you know, I I I wish I could do that in a lot of Businesses like just come in and for free modernize that but you know you gotta you gotta start somewhere i guess
0: yeah yeah all right guys well i appreciate everyone for taking the time to listen to this episode as usual i do hope you guys find value in it uh if you have anything that you want to talk with us about you want to do an fyft episode anything like that just reach out hit us up let's create some content together and uh yeah everyone be safe uh, take care of yourselves. I think that they're starting to open up a couple of things uh, this coming week, so please be safe. Don't be a dumbass. Um, enjoy your oh, Charlie's they and all be, They and, gonna be... Enjoy you your get, unlimited you soup get, you and it, you salad. You
2: get it. You're gonna get
0: it. <laughs> you heard it from Chris. You're gonna get the Rona. You, so enjoy it. You're gonna
2: get it, just it's whether you die or not. So yeah, just, just, just enjoy, enjoy your fucking butter biscuits. Yeah, yeah, did
1: y'all hear all the vitamin D related statistics about it? You know, Boy, I'm like, just shaking my head. Yeah. Like, oh, it's no surprise that like yeah. vitamin D may have a whole lot, well, enormous deficiencies may have a whole lot to do with it because, you know, everyone's inside and everyone's it's, okay. Uh, and um, anyway, I'm like not surprised. It was on a recent uh, podcast with Lady. Yeah.
2: Well, and it and vitamin D deficiencies are more prevalent with Black folks, and Black folks have been hit particularly fucking hard by this mm-hmm. shit too. That's like yep. constitutes a disproportionately large amount of mm-hmm. all fatalities from cases. Yep. Like, yeah, like. Oh, they only like black folks make up a significantly smaller amount of positive cases relative to the number of fatalities. Mm-hmm. And Shit. there's that? a there's a few different factors that you know like sociological factors sure, that sure. could play into it. But uh, vitamin D deficiency is much more prevalent in people
0: with more melanin. Well, get your vitamin D, folks. And on that, we are out. Peace.